Hey, everybody. Welcome to Silence Your Cell Phones. My name's Kevin Shelton, and I'm here today with The Grinch. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm with the jolliest person I know, my friend and co-host, Jerry Hubbard. One of those is a lie. I'll let you decide which one it is. <laughs> oh, what's I, up, everyone? Everybody will have their take today after we talk about what makes a Christmas movie to you or what's important about Christmas movies to you. Uh, and we'll dive into that question here shortly. Uh, first, Jared, we've been off for a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, I believe last week was my fault. Was it my fault? I can't even remember. Uh, it was, we had a buddy from Philadelphia in. And it, oh, was, his, it right. was his last night, last Thursday, so we wanted to see him off well. Obviously, you don't see friends from that far very often. Uh, yeah, and so. everybody wanted to just get beat in bowling, you know? Just yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but you were a worthy opponent, and I, I appreciated the competitive fire that you brought. I appreciate you. I did my best. <laughs> um, so we're back um and honestly i'm surprised we got this one in because i have been in the middle of a move and if anybody's ever moved i'm sure you have it's a nightmare yeah it's my least favorite thing on planet earth <laughs> yeah yeah and the the worst part the last place was like you know it was three three floors up so yeah it was uh i had a i sweated a lot sweated sweat i think it's just sweat really is that the yeah oh i sweat a lot yeah, but when you say that, it's like you're, like you, like when you say I sweat a lot, it's like you're just a sweaty human in general. Maybe it's maybe you were sweating a lot. Yeah, I was definitely doing that. Okay. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> um, Jared. Yes, last sir. Couple weeks. What have you gotten into? Uh, so we'll talk about it a little later. We saw Violent Night. Uh, I've been watching. A ton of One Piece. Um, I've been watching Blue Lock. Uh, I watched Avatar this week in preparation for Avatar 2. I watched Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio that just came out on Netflix. Was it very Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro? Was it very his vibes? Yeah. If you like Guillermo del Toro, you'll probably like the movie. Uh, I'm not a huge Pinocchio fan, like the story, uh, but I really like Del Toro. Uh, he's got one of my favorite movies um, in Pan's Labyrinth, so I gave it a shot. It was okay. Uh, if you like the story, if you're like a Pinocchio person, you probably love it. Animation's a little weird, um, but that's very much his style of thing. Uh, and then I started Wednesday this week as well. So Okay, and how, how was that? It's really good. I love Jenna Ortega. Uh, I think she's one of the up-and-comers. I think she's like only 20. She's done really good filmography already uh, at such a young age, so she's going to she's gonna continue to shine. Um, it's Tim Burton, so it's got kind of the Burton-esque style to it, but it's it's a really cool show, and I like, I like the story it's telling. That... I... <laughs> The Adams Family sounds like it should be done by Tim Burton. It, yeah. It's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you think of like the classic Adams Family vibe, and I feel like the pairing is a match made in heaven. Yeah. And the, the show does a bunch of like really small nods to the old Adams Family, uh, like where they'll say something like you rang or something like, where Lurch used to say that every time he opened the door uh, and just like little nods to OG Adams family, which I really appreciate. Not that I'm a huge Adams family fan, but it's enough. It's the generic stuff enough that I would say like, Oh, that's, that's a callback to Adams yeah. family things. I used to watch with my grandparents, my dad's parents, me, mom, yeah. poppy, uh, shout out to me, mom, poppy for watching. Um, and the only thing I really remember, other bits and pieces, but the um, the kissing of the arm. Yeah, is that a thing they do? Yeah, is that uh, always you, a you, thing, or is that you don't you don't see a lot of Gomez and Morticia? At least I've only watched the first three episodes. So in those three episodes, it's you see them a little bit, but it's very much a Wednesday centric show and yeah. not quite Adam's Family esque. Uh, sure. Now things in it, the hand. Um, and I'm sure some other people make appearances throughout the show. Um, 
but like there's a scene where they do the snap and it's cool. Nice. It's just little things like that that I appreciate that you can kind of tell like the writers and the directors were took care of the source material and I sure. that always goes really far with me. Yeah. I think I think that goes really far with a lot of fan bases who are um basically the audience you definitely want to have is the audience that has a history with the franchise or or the that universe, that world. Yeah. Um so I think stuff like that goes a long way with people who are already fans of the Adams family. Yeah. Um the Avatar. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you watched The Avatar before this week? Oh, it's been a decade or so. So give me your take on that real quick. And I know we're, we're diving into it a little bit more, but with Avatar 2 coming out, um, I want I kind of want to know your take on the first Avatar and what you're expecting from The Way of Water. So the movie was way better this time around to me and so i don't know if it's just i've grown a lot more as a movie watcher and i'm appreciating things i didn't appreciate in 2009 when i was a senior in high school uh or it's just the the movie visually still holds up to what i would consider 2022 standards like if that movie came out today it would still be gorgeous in a world full of MCU Disney films, things like that. Uh, The story, I know it gets a lot of crap from a lot of people about it. It is very much an 80s written story, which is when the movie was in the early stages of development. So it's very Dances with Wolves, Pocahontas-esque, Fern Gully. I've seen a bunch of comparisons, but I don't think you're watching the movie for the story. Uh, I think you're watching for what James Cameron does for movies, like the entire, like just cinema in general. Yeah, the entire cinema in general. Like he changed sure. the way CGI and effects were used and the way companies <clears throat> looked at making films. And I think that's what makes Avatar such an epic. Uh, now, I do also have to give credit. I know I said like the story is kind of generic, but <laughs> Avatar's. I was kind of looking at the list a little earlier. Avatar is one of the highest gross or the highest grossing film or second highest grossing. Now that's almost all original content. You know, James Cameron made a world, made a planet, made a species of aliens and wildlife and all of that. And, and it made billions of dollars. Like yeah. this wasn't like he's not writing the back of a decade long MCU story with Spider Man, Captain America, all these already characters. Like this is a from scratch world he's building, and I think that's not appreciated enough either. Because sure. I think the movie just, you know, I was talking to a guy at the card shop tonight, and he was like, "Well, if it's so epic, why can no one name <laughs> name more than?" one person's character name sure and i was like okay name me three characters from citizen kane or casablanca right and he couldn't i was like so does that make those movies not impactful sure i was was like unless you are a fan of like a deep fan of a movie very rarely will you be able to remember a lot of character names especially when they're all essential like native american type names they're not like sam Susie, sally right yeah they're not i mean they're alien names yeah uh so so i'm not gonna discredit anyone for that um but that was kind of my soapbox but as far as what i'm looking forward to for the way of water i'm expecting the same thing i think this movie is going to be a 2022 film that looks like it was made in 2042 uh James that's what we've come to expect yeah really you you know we we kind of joke about the debate a lot obviously Steven Spielberg is probably the greatest director go to ever do it I think James Cameron is the most innovative director to ever do it uh in the and for what he does for cinema um yeah it's it's tough like I don't know if I would if I would say that just because of 
uh, Spielberg's like 80s and 90s films that obviously were incredible and yeah. did I thought did a lot for cinema. Um, but that's not to discredit James Cameron in any way. He's very easily to me a top three director all time. Yeah. So uh, that's just I don't like I don't like doing that, but to me it's it's not Spielberg is just next well, level. I mean, obviously I think Spielberg is the greatest director to ever do it. Sure. I think I think James Cameron pushes more boundaries than Spielberg does. Uh and he has like he's got visions that he takes 13 years to do. Like there's yeah. it's been 13 years since we've seen an Avatar film. Right. Uh and so I think he's meticulous and I think the movie's going to be great. The trailers look stunning. They're beautiful. Just like absolutely insane. Right. I'm I'm excited to see more of Pandora. That's why I watched the first one cuz I didn't want to lose any lore. I didn't want to go into the second one and say was that a callback or should I have known sure where any of this story. Uh so that's why I rewatched it and I'm excited to see more of the world and see what he fleshes out in this story. Yeah, and two things. Kevin Gallo, we are huge fans of you, bud. Yes. And uh I forgot the second thing. I just want to talk about how much. Oh, Kev, I'm going to see you in like 10 days, homie. So get ready. It's going to be a party in Biloxi. That was all. That was the second thing. I'm excited. I get to see my boy. Um, uh, so well, it sounds like you were fairly busy. Yeah. Last couple, couple what about weeks. you, though? I kind of uh, stole, the, stole the spotlight for him. No, no, no. You're fine. I asked you questions. That's on me. Uh, but it, <laughs> I, I said it like it was a bad thing. It was very good. Um, I always want to know your take, especially on something like Avatar, where uh, we haven't, it's like you said, we we don't have anything for the last 13 years, and I haven't gotten to rewatch the first one yet. That's something I'm going to do probably today, maybe tomorrow after my half day of work. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was ribbing Jared earlier uh, pre-stream. Uh-oh, I don't know what just happened. I hit the button on my mouse. Ah! Okay, we're back. Um, so maybe tonight after we get done with the episode or tomorrow, I'll watch, rewatch the first Avatar. I haven't seen it in a decade plus as well. Yeah. Um, and knowing what I know now, as opposed to when I originally watched the film, I imagine I'll be taking away a lot of new things um, that either I didn't catch or just wouldn't have noticed uh had we not started doing this uh podcast yeah so i'm excited i really am um as far as what i've been watching so i um movie wise violent night Mm -hmm. um i did watch the first enola holmes because i wanted to rewatch it after the second one came out um blue lock like you uh, really big into that right now. I think it's a fantastic anime, sports anime. There's not many of those that I hold in high regard. Um, Bochi the Rock, obviously a, a gem, a gem of a show. Um, <clears throat> Chainsaw Man, I'm an episode behind, but I did watch last week's episode. And most of my last two weeks, this is not an exaggeration. I've watched 126 episodes of Black Clover. And that is just, I got stuck. I started rewatching it and I was pretty much done after I, after I, the first couple of, and they're quick. They're like 20 minutes, dude. So I smashed through those. Yeah. Uh, I still don't know how you rewatch anime like that. Uh, I, dude, I get in these kicks where I'll see it and I'll be like, I could watch a little bit of that. And it turns into, I watched the entire thing in 72 hours type of deal. Yeah, that's wild to me. Like I have I have like Full Metal <laughs> Alchemist. That's like the one anime that's I'll your re- yearly I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll rewatch consistently, but like you're always like, Yeah, I'm rewatching Hunter Hunter or like, yeah, watch Naruto. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, these are like five hundred episode <laughs> <laughs> like one day you're just gonna message me, be like, Oh yep, yeah, restarted one piece. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> episode one, baby. I'm catching up uh yeah i would never that that one's that's a stretch that one's uh it's it's scary it's that's an endeavor yeah i i i'd be way too scared to and and a matter of fact if i hadn't started when i did 
I probably never would have watched it if I'm being 100%. Like, it feels like right now I'm staying current just to, like, just to say that I'm current on yeah. One Piece. Like, just to be that guy who can flex it, you know? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's a status. It's a flex, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a status move. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, no, good animes, good shows. Um, we are going to, today, we're going to discuss Violent Night. Uh, which we saw the week before last uh, yep. when it came out. And then you posed a question a couple weeks ago. And since we got the extra week to think about it, uh, we have come prepared with answers. Um, could you go ahead and remind us of the question? Yeah. So the question we, or I posed a couple weeks ago was when you think about great holiday films, do you consider them great because of the Christmas spirit that, or the holiday spirit, um, excuse mm -hmm. me, uh, that comes that the movie makes you feel, uh, or are they just good movies set in Christmas or holiday times? Right. Um, so we'll dive into that. But first, let's talk about Violent Night, Jared. Yeah. Because I, and, and honestly, this year's been kind of good for, for Christmas movies. I really liked Spirited. Yeah. I thought Ryan Reynolds and uh, um, Will Ferrell together in a musical uh, was fantastic. And... I didn't expect much from Violent Night. I honestly thought it was uh, like a gory, like horror action film. Uh, but it wasn't a horror action film. It was a comedy action film. Yeah. And it was an absolute gem. Yeah, it's just, I love <clears throat> movies that are so unassuming that I don't think much about them. I'm just like, okay, I'll go see Violent Night because it's, really the only thing in theaters that I would want to see. Uh, and then it's their movies are just really good. Yeah. So as far as the cast goes, obviously the, the big name here is David Harbor. Mm -hmm. uh, most people know him as hop or hopper from stranger things. Uh, he's all, he also plays the dad of uh, the Scarlet. Uh, Black Widow. Uh, Black Widow, thank you. Why well, was I thinking I couldn't get off Scarlet Witch? And I was going to say Scarlet Widow next, and I was like, that's not it. It's not it. Um, he plays the father of Black Widow um, in her origin story, and he has become uh, a, a big-name actor in recent years. He played Hellboy as well. Um, I think yeah. the most he's the it, most recent Hellboy, right? Yeah, in the remake, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's he's just he's really really good and I was super excited to see him in this role um because he doesn't look he doesn't look like a santa he does not look like a santa like if you see him in anything else you're like there's no way he could play santa claus in anything and yet here I am you know eating my words because violent night was fantastic i i thoroughly i thought the the best part about violent night right was the the humor yeah. oh easy like it, it was just it was so funny Movie, um, movies that know their role and lean into it are always fantastic and this movie knew it was an over-the-top Christmas film. And it made, like, it didn't try to take itself too seriously, which I appreciated. It wasn't like a, like, you know, a super serious action film. And you get these, like, funny little puns and stuff throughout the movies and just a great one-liners from everybody. Uh yeah, so if you don't know, uh, the movie is uh, David Harbour is Santa Claus, and it's Christmas night, 
and um the i guess the main protagonist family uh are uh alex hassel is the dad he plays jason lights the lightstone family sorry yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the imdb i couldn't remember the names uh the lightstone family mom dad little girl and uh they are visiting his mother who is apparently just filthy disgustingly rich yeah and they have this like christmas eve party and it gets basically taken over by thieves um bad guys and santa claus just happens to be there and what follows is a whole lot of murder yeah and a throwback to santa claus's past life as a viking warrior it's the best santa origin story i've ever seen he's essentially thor y'all yeah it's wild yeah wields a hammer uh it's just you just get so caught off guard by it because you're sitting there like yeah oh it's santa and then he's shirtless and he's got these like celtic (laughs) tattoos just like all the way across he's got like he's got two sleeve tattoos he's stitching himself up like like in a, in a uh god it was like a it was like a war scene yeah you know and he's like slow motion stiffing stitching himself up you got like hardcore music in the background it was great yeah. absolutely great yeah. um you know go ahead i'm sorry no i was like i there's so many like small references to other movies in this and like some not so small like obviously i'm a home alone fan yeah and so like when there was like the like semi home alone scene but it's just like adult <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's like if home alone was actually real what would have happened to those people uh oh facts i appreciated it the the small the stuff like when he's like on the walkie and he's like santa's coming to town and i'm like dude i i love i yeah. love the cheesiness of this film christmas so dies tonight <laughs> christmas dies tonight um yeah it was it was actually it was it was fantastic um there's just a lot of really like you said there's a lot of really good one-liners in here and uh they did have some like uh, i did enjoy the home alone references but also there's a little bit of like diehard flair yeah uh, with him like taking out each enemy kind of individually um you know communicating on a walkie-talkie with scrooge the main bad guy yeah um so it was i don't know man it was really cool it, it's a movie that i would like like if, if next year christmas comes around they're like you want to watch violent night hell yeah like absolutely you know yeah. i'm not saying put it in the rotation for sure but i, I might have to watch it again I mean, it's definitely not like a, it's not a feel-good Christmas movie, right? It's it's very different than all the other holiday movies that come out that are like trying to teach you, even though there is a story in this movie about, you know, believing in things and all of that and not being greedy, so forth and so right. on. Uh, but it's not the traditional family values so if you're like looking to watch something with your two kids and your wife, I wouldn't suggest this. Yeah, this uh, is not wholesome. They they might be scarred of Santa for life. <laughs> um, Santa's coming. But, no! Yeah, but if it's just <laughs> if you're just vibing out with some friends and you just want a good laugh, I think Violent Night's the way to go. The name is kind of deceiving because, like you said, it gives very much a horror vibe. Uh, but it is not a horror film in the slightest. It is gory. There are some over-the-top kills. Uh, I actually thought it could have been gorier, if I'm being honest. I thought I, mean, I, I think it was like the right level of gore because there was like when the guy falls through the staircase and like the nail goes through his. <laughs> yeah. I, like I was like, dude, that <laughs> that makes me squeamish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the hammer. He did a lot of work. He did. He did. A, he did some crazy stuff with a sledgehammer. Yeah. Uh, now you think about it. Yeah, there's like a wood chipper in there too. I think, right? Yeah. yeah yep. some, you know what? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think yeah. it was the right amount. It was. Money. It was like on the line. I forgot about all that other bloody stuff that we saw. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot. Uh, but I mean, like, 
every character in that movie was enjoyable in some degree. Like even the the crappy characters, like his sister, her husband, and her kid. Yeah, that are just like you're. They're made to be awful. You want to hate them, but they they're just funny. Yeah, the kid was a little. He was a he was a little douche. He was a little there's, douche. There's no other be, way around it. Him being named Bertrude after his grandmother, <laughs> who was Gertrude's hilarious. And then his he's a TikToker and he's like, Welcome to the Burt Locker. And I'm like, dude, that's <laughs> I love it. I shouldn't, but it's funny. Yeah. Oh man. So if you haven't, and it's still honestly, it's still doing really it's got like a 7.2 on IMDB, which is really good for a movie that's been out for uh three weeks. Um yeah, that's about that's, where it should stay yeah and it probably will like it pretty much evens out after two to three weeks so yeah uh, 7.1 that's rock solid i think more people should watch it i don't know how it's done in the box office but i'm um, assuming not great i'm also assuming not great but that's not entirely their fault like a lot of good stuff is is a lot of decent movies have come out recently and yep. I, I don't necessarily fall violent night for that um but yeah, if you haven't watched it and that's something sounds like something you're in the market to watch, by all means, I highly recommend. I probably would have also given this movie like a seven. Um, they stuck to their guns. Um, they did what they set out to do. And that's make a good movie and make people laugh and enjoy themselves. And that's all I did during yeah, the film. I think it's exactly what you so, want on a Friday I don't know. What night. about you, Jared? Oh, I think seven for sure. Uh not as far as movie wise goes it's not like the best movie but i set out You're on a Friday. Bit. i don't know if that's me or you bud i think yeah you were lagging on my might end. be me because my internet is just absolutely not great yeah you're lagging on my m oh no it is you well i think it's you uh, might be me because my internet is oh no that's you all right so it looks like we've lost Jarrett for a little bit but i'm sure he'll be back uh There, and there goes the recording. Am I, am I back now? Yeah, you're back now. Okay. Could you hear me the whole time? Yeah, I was talking to you. There, and there goes the recording. Oh, nice. Am I, am I back now? Oh, we're good. Okay, awesome. Uh, Jared, I was uh, I didn't know how long I'd be without you. I started to shift gears. Um, so we're gonna talk. Are you there? Yeah. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm <laughs> um. So the question that you post is are Christmas movies good because they bring the spirit or are they good because uh, well and what how how I wrote it down was uh does quality make them good or does Christmas spirit make them good essentially mm-hmm. right so that was kind of how I worded it and I talked to you a little bit earlier today before the podcast and I said it might be it might be kind of a cop out but to me the best Christmas movies have a little bit of both uh the Christmas movies that I don't like say um a Christmas story yeah I'm not a fan all right but it's not because it doesn't bring the spirit because it does it's just to me not a good movie not a good film fair so I don't think it necessarily, if it brings the spirit, that doesn't necessarily make it a good or bad movie. I think the quality has a lot to do with that. But I think for, for it to be a memorable Christmas movie that I throw in the in the holiday rotation, it's got to have a little bit of both. Like Elf, for instance. We talked about it a lot over the holidays because to me it's one of the all-time classic Christmas movies. Well, not only does it bring the spirit of Christmas in a huge way, I might add, it's also a good film yeah. with good actors, good performances, um, good writing. Like, I think it's got to have all these things to be considered a great Christmas movie or a great holiday film. So I don't know if that's a cop out. That's just kind of where I'm at on on that question. But I don't know. You had a you had a discussion a couple weeks back, and I think it revolved mostly around Die Hard. Yeah, and whether or not it was considered a Christmas movie. I personally would consider it a Christmas movie. Um, 
but some people don't. But there's but like, what, what would your argument? I guess what would your counter to that be? What What uh, would you argue in that case? What that it is a Christmas movie? Sure. Uh, well, I mean, it's just like your generic Christmas theme. It's a dad trying to get home to his kids on Christmas that gets stopped and has to do things before he can go home. Yeah, it's like uh, Hawkeye, essentially. I mean, you yeah. just you just you just described the Hawkeye TV show. Yeah, and we had said it was last year, right? No, last year when it came out, or was it yeah. early this year? It was last December, I think. Yeah, and to me, that's a that was a great holiday TV show. It just yeah. happened to be Hawkeye from the Avengers. You know. Yeah. So I'm cool with that, but as far as what makes a Christmas movie for you or a holiday movie for you? How, how did you answer the question? Uh, I mean, I think. I guess I'm semi in the same camp as you. I think. The spirit of Christmas is important, <laughs> but I think a lot of my favorite Christmas movies would be good, even if they weren't set in. Hol- in like in the holidays. Like, I think Die Hard's a good movie, even if he's not trying to get home to his kids. Like, I absolutely. Think, I think that, and the counter argument for it being a Christmas movie is like, there's so very little emphasis put on Christmas that it should not be a holiday film. Like, same, same thing in Home Alone. Like, right. If I watched a kid beat up two burglars, I don't really care what the, the well, setting the setting season. is yeah. but it's going to be funny either way like stepping on hot wheels all of that's funny uh now there's more christmas spirit in home alone than in die hard for yeah, sure yeah i was thinking uh, about the church scene when you were saying that because it, yeah. it does there's some things in the in the movie and home alone where the spirit is definitely present um but like i don't like miracle on 34th street or oh it's a God. wonderful life i don't enjoy those movies they're awful i know and that's basically all all spirit all spirit <laughs> no movie uh <laughs> so i think there's a reason why when we talk about great films like just films in general christmas movies are never ever mentioned in yeah. a category they get their own separate category like the best christmas movies but Elf will never be talked about as a top 10 comedy all time. Right, right. And like for me, you know, another one of my favorite holiday films, Christmas films, is Klaus. Uh-huh. And that's like a, essentially it's a Christmas origin story. Yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, but again, that will never be considered one of the best animated films, uh, even though I hold it in high regard. But again, it's more holiday holiday film than than anything else right right it's almost like those categories don't get the opportunity to be considered greatest of all time now the to me you could make an argument i think an argument could be made for die hard i I, think that's the closest that you well that that's what i was going to say is that's why i think i like the movies that kind of toe the line because die hard is a universal film that yeah that movie is a great is considered great by most anybody and it's never knocked for being a christmas movie uh if anything is trying to fight into the category not fight out of the category uh no i i agree with that the one thing that i would say and this is this might be a hot take i don't know how you feel but i've never ever thought for a single second that Bruce Willis was a good actor. No, I think John McClane was a great character. Yes. And Bruce Willis was a great John McClane. Yes. Yeah, because I put him in the same category as like Jean-Claude Van Damme, Steven Seagal, the the late 80s, early 90s actors. He's better than both of them. Stallone? Is he better than Stallone? Ooh. I mean, they're in the same, but what I'm saying is they're essentially in the same category. Right. Weak, weak actors, great action stars. Right. Right. But at least those two, I mean, Bruce Willis did Sixth Sense. 
That's 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 true. That so like Stallone and Willis at least do bigger blockbuster movies. Well, Bruce Willis also did like the whole nine yards too, right? With yeah. Matthew Perry. Yeah, he also so he's expanded as an I, actor. I'll I think you. he was also in Pulp Fiction. He was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I think Bruce Willis has got more acting chops than we're giving him credit for. I think he's got more sure. chops than Stallone. Stallone does really good blockbuster action films. Jean Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal basically do straight to DVD movies. <laughs> <laughs> You know those Clarence bins yeah. with all those yeah, like, movies? Yeah, when you're like walking through Walmart and there's the bend <laughs> of 50 movies, probably 75% of them are Steven Seagal or Jean-Claude Van Damme. Like, yeah. Although, I mean, Bloodsport? Oh, Bloodsport, Bloodsport is... I grew up wishing that Blood, they would dude, televise I, a Kumite. I, I love Bloodsport, <laughs> but is the movie good? No. It's, oh, no. it's it's not a good movie. it is a cheesy action flick and i love it for what it is you know it's i'm glad that we started talking about sly because as we were as me and jose were moving i turned my trucker hat around mm-hmm. and i don't know you have you seen over the top yeah the the arm, arm wrestling, wrestling movie, movie yeah. yeah and it i gave me uh vibes and i was like bro you ever seen over the top and he was like what's that i was like bro, oh, bro he's like it. he's like 11 years old <laughs> that's of a, course he hasn't seen fair. over the top is it a tiktok no he hasn't seen it okay uh, um but yeah okay point taken he is a better actor than, than those guys yeah. um if if only slightly yeah uh but i i like christmas movies for what they are uh, sometimes I don't want them to try to be anything else, but like I wouldn't want Klaus to be anything but Klaus. Sure, you know, like there, there's a vibe for everything. Uh, I think you want, you know, it's not rare that we uh agree. We do it a lot. Um, so I think you want, I think you want a little bit of both. I want, I would like to say, you know, that there was effort put into the movie. I don't like Christmas movies that are just like zero effort all Christmas, uh, films like there's got, there's got to be some directing, some good writing, yeah, uh, some good acting. I can't remember last year a movie came out on Netflix with, um, Oh gosh! It was the uh, the dude that catfished. Yes, the girl. Yes, the Asian I know. Dude I know what you're talking about. I like that movie a lot. Also, a really good holiday film. It just hit me. Oh dang! Now I gotta look it up because that was. Um, but like, I enjoy a good Christmas film, but I think a good Christmas film has to do both bring the holiday spirit and be a decently done film just on the whole uh christmas netflix movie 2021 i think it might have been this love hard love hard yes love hard that guy's hilarious that guy is hilarious i don't know if you've seen the steve carell space force on netflix No. no uh he's a scientist in there and he's hysterical i only know him from crazy rich asians which i have not seen it's so i know i know everybody says it kevin you're an idiot i know it's it's like i'm obviously not shy about my love for romantic comedies right it's something that it's a badge that i wear it is one of my favorite rom-coms of all time really yes it is it is one that if someone was like you down to watch crazy rich asians all the time no kidding it's so funny that's the see that surprises me if you if for me i i figured more uh old school matthew mcconaughey like early thousands i actually hate rom-com mcconaughey really i i like how to lose a guy in 10 days yeah but all the other ones i don't like oh, like wow. ghost of girlfriends past and things yeah. like that that's not it's not for me 
Okay. Wow, that's that's surprising because I know I know you like I like you like oh, Maddie. I love McConaughey. Yeah, you're you're a Maddie guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, I would <laughs> like to know what you guys think. What makes a Christmas movie to you guys? Is it the holiday spirit? Is it the quality? What makes a holiday movie good? So, if you would like, and we would like. Please reach out to us. We have social mediums, mediums, medias. We have both. We have all of them. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about them? Because your okay, your words are flowing today. <clears throat> yeah, uh, we are in the Twitter sphere mm-hmm. uh, at Silenced Phone, or if you just type in Silence Your Cell Phones, you'll find us. We're there. I promise. Um, we are on the gram at Silence Your Cell Phones. We have a Gmail. If you want to type up a little email. Uh, we are silence your cell phone, no S at gmail.com. Uh, we're on the Facebooks, the Facebooks, uh, at silence your cell phones, subcategory podcasts. Um, we have other things too. A, a Patreon. We have a Patreon. That's right. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash silence your cell phones. We are in desperate need of uploading stuff. I almost, I almost said a cuss word. Yeah, there, we're, that was real good. We are the worst Patreoners. I'll, I'll admit yeah, it. So I apologize. We, we we need to work on that. We we might need to do something for like the holiday. It we would be got, a good time to upload a video. Uh, maybe that's our New Year's resolution. Oh, that's be, such be, a good be one. better Patreoners. So we've started the workout thing before, so we can just take that out of the yeah the, the resolution basket right yeah yeah we don't need that one well most resolutions you don't actually do though like historically people don't follow like february comes around and you're already like done with your resolution for the most part so we should still try it yeah we need patreon ideas we do if you have great patreon (laughs) ideas we have social medias (laughs) jerry do you want to run through those we just ran through them Oh, yeah, that's right. Literally, uh, like 30 seconds ago, bro. So we have, no, I'm kidding. I know. Uh, we have a couple of things to look forward to this week. And I don't know about upcoming after that, but Jared, do you want to talk about what we have coming up? Uh, Avatar 2. Yeah, we do. Obviously, Ooh. way of the we water. Watching? What are we watching Saturday? We're watching The Fableman Saturday. Yeah, we are. Uh, I know next week, the 21st. I got to see what else is coming out, but the new Brendan Fraser movie, The Whale, is coming out. Uh, it's an A24 film. So, what? Sorry. I had a mean thought. About what? About whether it was bi- a biographical or not. And it was, a, it was a joke in my head. I've he never gained, been a... He gained a lot of weight for the film. Yeah, but he was big before the film not really yeah really he was not not as big as he is in the film oh uh, really yeah oh. he's huge he's an actual whale yeah 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 well it was a it was a mean-spirited joke and yeah. i apologize well, look there will be no disrespect for the main <laughs> actor of the 1999 <laughs> cinema classic film the mummy and th- there'll be no brandon slander in this in this household um i always you know my favorite movie by him is the one where um the 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 devil chick oh gosh bewildered be hold on dude yeah i I, think it is bewildered is that what it is i think so it's oh god i mean he was great in encino man he was George of the Jungle. Yeah, but George of the Jungle was awful. But uh, Dazzled is what it was. Uh, Dang it. Obvious. Yeah, I think he's like a hotshot lawyer or something in here. And uh, what is he? Obviously. Oh, O'Connell. He's a nerd. Yeah. Anyways, that's my favorite Brendan Fraser movie right there. I mean, that's. I mean that's fine. You can have your opinions, but there's obviously one correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any new. There's a new show on Netflix coming out or is already out by the time we release this called Kaleidoscope, okay. which is supposed to be a heist show. But you can watch the episodes in any order and it tells a coherent story. Really? Yeah. So, like, there's no episode numbers. The episodes are just like blue, red, green, yellow, pink, black, orange. And you can watch orange, blue, red, black, pink, purple, and you can watch them in any order. And it's all supposed to tell a story that can be followed no matter which way you watch it. No way. Yeah, it's called Kaleidoscope. That can't be true. Yeah. Let me see if it's out. Is there like a conclusion to the story? Yeah. I I don't know. How does that how does that work? I don't know, but I'm very interested in it. Yeah, that boggles the mind. Sounds really cool. I I would be very surprised if that's done well. Um, let me see what we got here. But surprised in a good way. It is coming to Netflix New Year's Day. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can find it a little bit now. Kevin Gallo says it's the same story, different viewpoints. Oh, okay. Cool. Can you still watch it in any order? Yeah. Would be my question. Yeah. Yeah, it says. Where's an article? So it says on January 1st, anyone who loads it up will be assigned all eight episodes, which are set anywhere from 25 years before the heist to six months after in a random sequence. The only thing each viewer will have in common is that the white episode, aka the day of the cell, the day of the heist itself is the final one that everyone will stream. Okay, so white has to be last. Yes. But everything else is whatever. Yes. Okay, that's that's pretty neat. I like that. Yeah, it says your job then will be to work out what happens during the heist, why certain characters make the decisions they make as it plays out, and which individuals end up betraying their crewmates based on what you're witness in other episodes. All of the clues are provided and shows other entries. Uh, but is it like a whodunit? It's a heist. But you have to figure out... So like, like who the, betrays who? Yeah, there's going to be like some episodes before. So like epi the Violet episode is 25, 24 years before the heist. Green is seven years. Yellow is six weeks. Orange is three weeks. Blue is five days. Red is the morning after the heist. And pink is six months after the heist. And then white will be. White is the heist. The heist. The epic story finale. So you want to watch that one last. Oh, that's actually sick. Okay. Yeah. That sounds exciting. Yeah. I'm all for innovation in cinema. Yeah. Push the boundaries. Yeah. I love it. You'll never know if something's good or bad unless you try it. Yeah. And, and yeah, if it's like, bad, we'll just shit on it for an hour and that'll be it really. <laughs> Yeah, and like Kevin said in the chat, so like if you watch blue, it'll change how you see orange's viewpoint when you get to it and vice versa because you're getting different information first. Ah, okay. Yeah. That's neat. I like it. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, obviously, Avatar 2 is going to be the thing that runs the box yeah. office for a little bit, so... Yeah, and I'm really excited about the Fablemans. I, I have a very strong feeling it will win Oscars. Yeah, I'm just happy it's finally coming to the theater where the near, local theater, we don't have yeah. to go all the way down to Vestavia. Yeah, so that's exciting. But I think, for the most part, I think that's it for the day. Uh, next week... We will, we will be here, right? I will be for sure. So it'll be late because I won't get off until like eight thirty nine ish. Okay. Okay. 
which isn't like too terribly different than what we have been recording. So sure. Well, that works for me. We'll be here next week. The following week, probably not just because I'll be out of town. So yeah, wait, you're <clears throat> yeah. 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 Cause I mean, work- if I, you're I working that Friday. No. So you're off the 27th, right? Yeah. I might actually be here. What day are you working Christmas? All right. Because you're but driving what, back for a day, right? Yeah, so I'm driving back. I'm actually driving back that Thursday. Uh-huh. Or maybe Wednesday night. Yeah, Wednesday night, working Thursday, going back Friday. So you're going back Friday? Yeah. Okay, so you'll be here that Thursday. I will be here that Thursday. Perfect. So if you want to record, we can record. I would love to record. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. You didn't want to match my enthusiasm there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Woo! Or watch it first. That Veronica Vaughn. Dude, that was the most mind blowing. Vicky Valancourt, Veronica yeah. Vaughn. What were the other ones? The uh, a lot of V's. Yeah, it was like Vivian something from Happy Gilmore. Yeah, it's weird. It it is weird. It's double V, and I don't know why. I wonder if he did that on purpose, and we're just now figuring it out. That was the most thirty insane. years. Thirty years later. Yeah. Come back Thursday night, so I'm not stranded. I can't come back Thursday night because I think I've got to go in for like two hours Friday morning, but I might be wrong. I will. You're not stranded, by the way. I'm pretty sure Jose's coming. Just so you know. Yeah, but they're not going to have a car. Kevin's getting a rental. Oh, well, then, yeah. Why would I he think. be stranded? He wouldn't be or stranded maybe. with you anyway. Yeah. I don't think. I don't know. Can confirm, Kev. Maybe not. All right. Anyways, uh, I think that does it for this episode today. We will be back next week and we will be talking about the Fablemans and the very awesome Avatar Way of Water James yes, Cameron sir. movie. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining and until next week and sing. Nice. Yes, sir. Oh, dank. Oh, dank. We love Gallo. <laughs>